Are you ready, I'm sir? I'm ready. I'm ready. I've been ready. Go ahead. I said welcome to the number one spark sports podcast in the world. Um, Stone Cold is top what wrestler all time? Top two, and he ain't two. Mm. Interesting. Punk. I co-sign that. Really? He's got to be one A or one B. I give I give him one B. I'm cool with that. Who's A? Come on, man. The People's Champ, the Brahma Bull. Mm. There's, Come on. No, there's no two people who are who have been better entertainers than those two. Fair enough. Fair enough. Welcome into the Somebody Said Podcast. I am Breeze. The man to my right is Pump. Yes, sir. The man sitting across from me, vibing on the purple couch. We call him 12. What up, 12 What's going on with it? We got family in the building. We don't have Unc this week. Womp, womp, yeah. Womp. Shout out shout out to my guy. He's on daddy duty. Shout out Important to him. Stuff in life. Oh, hey, you know. Love, love to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kinda. I'd rather he be here, but that's okay. I mean, the kids are what? What that cost? I mean, I mean baby Z is what? Zoe's old enough to take care of her little brother. Yeah, like for a couple hours? That's all you need. be fine. Can she reach the microwave yet? No, I, which means they're okay. Yeah, all you need is some like, little NyQuil for both of them. That'll give you a solid like, two hours. You feed them before you leave. You know, close all the doors. Mm-hmm. And then lock all the cabinets. They'll be fine. A couple hours. Hey. All right. Hey, man. Welcome into the Somebody Said Podcast. This is episode 140, I believe. I thought it was 139. 139? Can you tell I'm not used to doing this? Yeah. I'm not used to doing this. Well, that's why we have a host. We have a host. It's not me. This is ready for Unc to be back already. We're just getting started. I'm already over this. Wow. Anywho, <laughs> if you're listening to this on podcast, make sure you go ahead and hit that like and subscribe. You can find us also on social media. We are on X. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. Somebody Said Podcast. Or somebody said pod. If you if you want to find us, you'll find us. If you're watching this on the YouTube, this is somebody said sports page. Go ahead and hit that like. Go ahead and hit that subscribe. We appreciate it. If you want to turn on the alerts when we post new videos, I mean that's cool too. It's up to you. No pressure. We got things to talk about, fellas. We've got things. There's some things. There's some about. things to talk about. Things um, on the docket. Before we jump into it, real quick, let's shout out our sponsors. We are brought to you by the Red Lady Rum Punch, the official beverage of the Somebody Said Podcast. 
Perfect time to get you a bottle of that Red Lady. Or if you're a cans person, get you some cans. cans. Throw your little cinnamon stick in there. I don't know what it is about the cinnamon stick. Is like that in, a real thing? You throw the cinnamon stick in the Red Lady? Yeah, just like put you a cinnamon stick in there. It's solid. Yeah. It is, it's holiday season, too. Hey. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I see where you're at. Mm-hmm. That was very nice. Okay. Very nice. We're also brought to you by Window to Wall Solutions, where we make dream homes at reality prices. Up week, actually. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. We passed final electrical inspection. Nice. Yeah. Hey, look. That's a big time thing. <laughs> I know how you feel. Yeah, man. We got HVAC, I believe, this week. And then after that, we we're looking at uh, NOC, you know, where uh, people can actually live in it. So nice. we, are, we are very close. This close. We're this close. We're also brought to you by Miss Peanut, mm-hmm. the official gourmet peanut of the Somebody Said podcast. I ain't seen my boy around. Uh, yeah, I haven't. Well, I guess it's Monday. I mean, what, since the last time that you were here? <laughs> I ain't seen Reno in a couple of weeks. Personally, I haven't mm. seen him in a couple of weeks. He's been out there. Um, okay. Last couple of days, he's been he's been AWOL. I don't I don't know what that's about. Maybe my man took a vacay. I mean, he works pretty hard, so he, he deserves it. Maybe. Come Maybe taking a little vacation. Come through with them peanuts, though. Hey, Yeah, if you get a chance to, to pull up on Reno and get you some Miss Peanut, the gourmet peanut bowls, they really hit. The one with the rice in it, mm-hmm. with the scrimps, mm-hmm. hit. Mm-hmm. Hit. Highly recommend it. Uh, hit him up. Check those out. And of course, you know, check them out. Let them know if somebody said podcast sent you. Please. Let them know we sent you. All right, fellas. We got a lot of things to talk about. Let's start with the mailbag. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. Burr. St. Pete out there. St. Yeah. Pete. <laughs> South St. Pete up to his old antics. It's, it's a holiday too? Uh, never mind, I'm not going to get into all of that. Um, the mailbag, question numero uno. This is a, apparently it's a turkey week bag. Okay. It says a turkey week bag. Do y'all actually eat turkey? Absolutely. Oh, for sure. On like turkey week? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Turd turkey? Or just, no, tur- just only turkey? No, just, y'all get down with that turd turkey? Turd turkey is for TV. Man, definitely frying a turkey this week. Though. You're frying one? I am. Mm, okay. Okay. Got the peanut oil already. Okay. Right. L. Make sure <laughs> Make sure you get your levels right I think my, I think my levels Gonna be okay Dump the turkey in uh, In some water it, first Yeah to yeah. make sure Just make sure you got The you, right you level You got the right level Or <laughs> Some oil mm-hmm. <laughs> You cooking <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys Question number one Did the Seminole CFP Dreams end last week Or do they end This week Against a desperate Gator team In a battle of Backup quarterbacks There's a lot to unpack He's trying to be shady there's a lot to unpack here. So, real quick, before y'all answer, right? For those, if you've been living under a rock, first of all, I hope there's air conditioning under there. We live in Florida. It's hot. But if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what's going on, Jordan Travis, the quarterback for the Florida State Seminoles, went down with a gruesome leg injury. If you are squeamish in the least bit, don't watch the video. I made the mistake of watching it. I regretted it immediately. Don't watch. But anyway, he went down with a season-ending injury. Graham Murder Mertz. Mm. He ain't killing nobody <laughs> of, the, of the Gainesville uh, I mean the, I'm what, so used to say Gainesville He all them cases The Florida Gators Every last every one, last one. He went down with a collarbone injury uh, On a very tough run I mean kudos to him He lowered the shoulder on somebody mm-hmm. He got the first down And then he left the game Got something else too <laughs> So that's what he That's what he means When he says A battle of backup quarterbacks 
let's talk Florida State first, right? Because you guys, like he mentioned in the question, you guys had, you were on your way to a college football playoff berth. Now with your quarterback going down, there's a lot of conversation around that. Just real quick, the temperature of the Florida State fan base. Where are you guys at right now? We are, we are good. Okay. Saturday night, it was in shambles because <laughs> everybody was 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 crazy about it. But what I can say is, after if if we didn't have Tate's game last year against Louisville, we would have been panicking. Mm-hmm. But we've seen Tate when he settles down in a good half of football. Tate can do what needs to be done. So we're we're good. We still have faith in everything. You know, everything is good in the house. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think the idea <clears throat> of <clears throat> our best chance to win a national championship, honestly, in my opinion, went down with Jordan Travis. I think the best chance you have, obviously, if you if you have your starting quarterback, you have a better chance of winning bigger games. Yeah. I know Tate can get the job done. We've seen him do it. But on the level that we need to potentially beat a Michigan or a Georgia, you're going to need all hands on deck. You know what I mean? Again, the weapons are still there. You know, knock on wood, Keon, Johnny, all those guys are still there. Hopefully, maybe they, they're inspired more to play mm-hmm. um, because of Jordan Travis. But again, to lose your starting quarterback, it's not like we've, you know, we lost one guy and we brought in two. Right. Right. That's, 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 that's a little different. Um, so I think the temperature, we're still where we want to be. I think we can still beat the Gators. And I think we can still beat um, Louisville. So in all honesty, what the mission was for the season is still in range. Mm-hmm. Get back to where you should be. Mm-hmm. Win an ACC, champ- ACC championship. All those things are still on the table. Mm-hmm. I don't think that anybody thought coming to the season, like, you know what, we might be a national championship contender. It was out there. I've been texting you in this I'm on record for saying I'm getting 2013 getting 20, vibes. 2013 vibes. I've been saying this all season. You have. On record. Now, again. Because we 2013, we were down a lot. Mm-hmm. We had to come back. And the same type of talk was happening about Florida State. Oh, they're always down. They always have to fight to win. They don't deserve to be here. Da, da, da. And then what we do, we, we get down in the national championship game too. Now that the, see, now you're talking about 2014, the yeah, next the next year. No, no, 2014 was the year where y'all won a bunch of close games and everybody. Yeah, was 2013 like, we trashed everybody. What's going on? Yeah, 2013 was just it yeah, was, it was Thanos. Hands down. It but, was it was Thanos and Wakanda. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I, I guess to the overall question now, even where we're we're ranked now, we got dropped down to number five. Even which, though I think we kind of predicted that last week on the show, which is weird because we've been in close games against you know Vitek and BC and. We haven't played our best, even against Pitt, we didn't play our best ball. So when we go out there and we just smash a team we're supposed to smash, well, why do you drop? Well, go ahead. Florida State never gets the benefit of the doubt. <clears throat> if you go listen to a lot of other commentators, Michigan has a close game with Rutgers. Texas was uh, tied with Wyoming going to the fourth quarter. Uh, Washington was down to Arizona State. Washington been playing good ball in a couple weeks. They have, but they also were in a slugfest. No, been playing oh, good ball. They were in a slugfest with Arizona State. Mm-hmm. But you still give them benefits of the doubt. For some reason, Florida State never gets, like, a benefit of the doubt. Every bad game we have, they remember it. Every week. Oh, Clemson just happened this. But let any other team have a bad game. We just forget about it. Well, if I'm – and I, I got no dog in the fight. Right, but I, I think I, I kind of mentioned this last week. I'm like, yeah, next week I could see Washington 
jumping Florida State simply mm-hmm. because of the teams that they're beating. Mm-hmm. They're, the teams they're beating have a number in front of the name, right? And, and that matters to people. And it, and it matters to folks, again, I think the Pac-12 is arguably the strongest conference in the, in the country this year. They're undefeated in that conference. Eventually, they were going to say, all right, Washington, because now they, they just went on the road and beat Oregon State, who was a top 15 team. So it's like, okay, yes, Florida State went out and they did what they were supposed to do against North Alabama. I don't think Florida State did anything wrong. It's just what well, Washington did a bit more to be deserving to just jump up a spot. But again, like we talked about, as far as Florida State controlling its destiny, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, yeah, Washington jumped. That's fine. Washington's still got to play Oregon. Georgia still got to play Alabama. Michigan, Michigan still got to play Ohio State, right? Which will come to some of those games in a second. So I think that's okay. But I guess in that same vein, let's stay on that topic. Do you guys, and I kind of think I'm coming here, right? Because mm-hmm. you've kind of you've kind of been talking about this for a few weeks and you were like, I don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. just winning. Yeah, because now, I mean, now, again, the conversation has been tossed out there. Well, should we put Florida State in there knowing that they're weaker because they lost their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. So if, if in all honesty, that shouldn't be relevant at all. At all. <laughs> right? So again, if, 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 the, if Florida State goes out there and they beat Florida by 30 with that backup quarterback, has anything changed? That's kind of what the team's been doing. Mm-hmm. They've been winning consistently and playing good ball. If they go out there and do the same thing against Louisville and win by two, three scores, should Oregon or, or any of these other – there shouldn't be a one-loss team in front of Florida State. In the, That's fair. In the college football playoff, it shouldn't happen. At all. <clears throat> so if, if there's, what, there's going to be at least three undefeated conference champions? Potentially. Right? Potentially so, how, three. so Big Ten's going to have one. Actually, potentially four. You the could have, have Georgia, one. Michigan, Washington, Ohio, and Florida State. You could have four undefeated Georgia. Power Five conference champions. Then, then to me, boom, there you go. There's your college football playoff. Mm-hmm. But but if but if, if you're gonna put a a a, a one loss team above Florida State above a conference champion and factor in the fact that well they don't have their starting quarterback to me that that sets a really horrible precedent mm-hmm. and it's trash overall. Now for conversation's sake, you made the comment that you feel like Florida State's national championship hopes kind of went down with Jordan. Mm-hmm. If that is indeed the case, and you're a committee member and you got an option to put. A one loss Ohio State or a a weakened Florida State in there, mm-hmm. would you be at even the least bit intrigued to say Mm-mm. No, because they've earned it. That that team you can't you can't you can't punish a team just for one guy going down. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. You you shouldn't, right? Because again, they've put in the work for thirteen games. And now to punish them in the end to say, well, it's not going to be the best game we could have. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and that's me personally. I've never cared about the best game. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be the most deserving team mm-hmm. on their resume for what they've done. Not like it'll be the uh, most explosive game. That's not what I'm – would I like to see it as a fan? Yeah, but as a person who played sports, I feel like the team that did everything they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. they should get in. Yeah, just like that year that Cincinnati was in. Did we know they were going to get thrashed that first game? Yes. But did they earn it? Yes. Yes. Also, yes. So at that point. Same with TCU. Right. So you can't punish them. Also, yes. Right? They did everything they were supposed to do. And at the end, you're like, well, do you really deserve it? Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. And again, the computer would tell you yes. 
Yeah. No, and, and I agree. Um, I wrote an article up on the site. Good article. Hit up sspsports.com. Well, good article. Put articles article. on there. And, and, and that's coming from a Miami fan, right? It, remove the names, remove the logos, and we're just talking about ball. Just ball talk. A undefeated Power 5 conference champion has never been left out of the playoff. You cannot undermine the precedent you have set to say, if you do this, literally, win and you're in, mm-hmm. right? Literally. That's what they've always sold. Win and you're in. Now, they made Cincinnati do it two years straight. Cincinnati had to go two years undefeated for them to get in. They were G5 team, and I can kind of understand that. But from a Power 5 perspective, win and you're in. And if Florida State goes out and they beat Florida and they beat Louisville, if it's by one point or 100 points, they did what you asked them to do. You told them to win, so now you got to stand on business. Yeah. Put them in there, exactly. right? And 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 that's and that's just and that's just ball, right? That's mm-hmm. just about fair is fair. That's it. They did what they were supposed to do. Now I get why people are saying. I think there was an athletic article that was up that was put up today to say some people would be intrigued to see a one loss potentially Ohio State. You might get a one loss Michigan. You could get a one loss Washington or mm-hmm. a one loss Oregon. I can see the intrigue. To put them in because I, I do agree, Florida State is a is a very talented program. I've said that all year. They just, I imagine they will be different without Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis, I believe, covers up a multitude of sins from the offensive line. I think the offensive line is okay, not great. Mm-hmm. And when you've got him back there, one, he knows where to go with the ball. He knows the system. He's got the ability to 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 make things happen. He's slippery, mm-hmm. right? As, as they like to say. He's very slippery when you, you think you got him, and for whatever reason, now you don't got him. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if Tate can do those things, and maybe Tate will be that guy one day. I don't know if he's that person today, so I'm like, man, I get a chance to see Florida State versus Michigan, or I can see Oregon versus Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's in, there's intrigue there, right? I'm not making that up, right? Yeah, no, no. I, the, the, the thing oh, with – I'm biased. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but but remove remove the names, remove the logos and the affiliation. Do you see the intrigue at least? No, because if you you can't see the intrigue if you remove the names. If you just look at ball, right, then you got to look at see who's most most deserving. Which is all about, mm-hmm. that's how I've always looked at. It. You can t- ask Pump. Last year, I said TCU has to be in, even mm-hmm. though TCU probably gonna get smacked down the line. And they did. They did, but they deserve to get in. Mm-hmm. And it so happens that they beat uh, was it Michigan? Yeah, yeah they beat Michigan they beat round Michigan one. Michigan round one, and then ran into Georgia. Ooh, now, do I think <laughs> Michigan? Do I think Michigan Georgia would have been a better game? I think so. I think the outcome would have been the same, maybe not as one sided. I, uh, no. I think it's still a blowout. I think it's still a better game than TCU. Sure, maybe, maybe. See, see the, I guess go back just a little bit and. You know, again, the, the the idea, barring a lot of injury, people kept saying to Florida State fans, well, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. But I had to because, again, worst case scenario, something like this does happen. And now the, the, the idea of what the top three was, everybody always looked at Florida State as the weaker of the top four. Yeah. Right? Fine. So now clearly we're weaker because we lost our best player. Right? Yeah. But the fact that you 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 started off by putting Ohio State in such a position right now, mm-hmm. where now it gives you an argument where it's like, oh, well, if they lose in a close game to Michigan or if Michigan w- uh, loses in a close game, how far can you really drop them? 
it, right. it, it's, it's, it's almost forcing your hand to now take the, the number one team. Where's where's Ohio State right now? Number two or number one? Number two. two. It's forcing your hand to now drop the number two team down to number five. Yeah. Because, again, if Washington wins out, how can you keep them out? If Florida State wins out, how do you keep them out? If Georgia wins and Michigan wins, how do you keep the four undefeateds out? You can't unless you drop off the weaker of the four, which is Florida State, and put them in there. Yeah. But there's no way a one-loss team, but of course, well, they beat Notre Dame, which doesn't look good anymore. No. Nah. Well, they beat Penn State, which doesn't look good anymore. Actually, it does. It's still different conversation. It still does. We talked about it last week, now, but I get, I get you. Last week, or, or just this week that passed, Maryland had a chance to honestly knock off both teams. They, they both struggled with Maryland. Mm-hmm. So does Ohio State really look that good, or are they that good because you jacked them up to number one off of the strength of, honestly, what? Michigan and Georgia, I've understood. I've, I've stood by that all year. I think mm. they should be one and two. No problem there. But why did Ohio State get such a high jump? I can get Ohio State being, I mean, uh, Washington being there. I get Oregon being there. Mm. There's no way Ohio State. Not me, Oregon. Oregon got one loss. <clears throat> to me, that's the better. If, if, if Ohio State loses, Oregon's Oregon is better than one loss than Ohio State. State. Ohio State. Yeah. I'm, fair, I'm fine with that. The, or, the Ohio State-Michigan comparison is going to be Ohio State. They both beat Penn State. Kind of close-ish Ohio State beat a Notre Dame Michigan I don't think they've played Another ranked team But, but, but the funny part I think, is, that's the, I think that's the thing Well the funny part is oh, Michigan decided to just Run the ball the whole time Well they can do that <laughs> well, They will do that I mean that's the funny decision, part No they, they will just Their passing game Wasn't that good against Maryland either Um, JJ can throw the ball He can He can he he, throw he, the I'm ball. not saying he can't throw the ball I'm saying the whole scheme of offense It was off against but, Maryland too But but the but again The fact that Michigan Chose to just be one dimensional. Ohio State doesn't choose to do this. No, they they're doing what they have to. They're do. doing what they have to do. So yeah. to me, that just actually shows how good Michigan really is. They I, said, you know I what? Agree. We're just going to take away one one object, beat it, and you can't. Yeah, they'll just lean that on. That just shows you how not good Ohio State actually is, it's and fair. how trash Penn State's it's offense fair. is. I mean, at the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned, if FSU wins, FSU is in. They should. Yeah. Are you guys at? And just to close it out, are you guys at all worried? About the next two games, going into Gainesville or going up against a Louisville team who is tricky. They're they're not, like talent wise, they're not that good. But Jeff Brom yeah. this My, week he showed me he he's a really good play yeah. caller. To, to me, um, last time I checked, um, Jalen Daniels is still running <laughs> all over Florida. <laughs> so I put up seven fifty on him. <laughs> that boy's still going. I think Luther Burton just ran over another DB. Come on, man. <laughs> so. So backup quarterback. We played multiple man down uh, four two six five. Come on, man. We, we got do. We got four bare front. We do. We'll do a bare front. We'll bring two guys off the edge. They block. They, they block with five. We'll bring seven. We got a lot of schemes. Well, between me and you, our, our defense is still the same. Our defense. Right? Is, you said it all yeah. year. The defense is the foundation. Heart, heart and soul of that, of that team. And even with Jordan down, we still have playmakers all over that. Just get the ball to, to one of your playmakers, which yeah. Florida doesn't have on offense. They got ETN. Pier, or is it Pearsall? Uh, Stop. Eugene. Actually, I, I think Eugene Wilson is actually going to be get him, he's gonna be pretty good. Get him the ball. Yeah, and that's the that's the trick. So no, I'm not I'm not that worried. Even with Louisville, I'm not I'm not that worried. We, we should win. I would say this. We should win both of those games. We should. Definitely should be Florida. We should. No. Be, I think you'd be favorite. Vegas will give you the favorite on both. Going into the swamp. Mm. At night. It, at, at, it is yeah. it is a it's a that's rivalry a, game. That's a crazy at stadium night. to play in. Rodemaker hasn't been in an environment like that, being the guy. Yeah, so it's the only reason I ask. 
I can see some jitters coming yeah. out the gate because yeah. the swamp is a crazy place to to play in. I think again, I, th- I think them boys are are they have a they have a they have a new focus now. Finish, finish, finish for thirteen. I love us. Okay, so we we talked about them. We haven't talked about the game, mm-hmm. literally the game. This week, you've got number two Ohio State on the road at number three Michigan. Michigan betting favorites, they are getting three and a half points, which essentially is an even split. I think I've mentioned it before. College football, home team gets three points. Vegas always gives home team three. So really you're talking about a half a point differential as far as Vegas is concerned. As far as the ESPN FPI, their their analytics predictor, they give in Michigan a 55% chance to win. Thoughts on that game? Who you picking? I think you guys have kind of tipped your hand already. Who y'all who y'all picking in that game? I'm going Michigan. Shocker. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Michigan. What's the difference? What's the difference in, in that game? The running game. And uh, I don't know. Ohio State just doesn't have it to me. The quarterback is decent. He's not bad. Mm. And I understand mm-hmm. you got the one of the best wide receivers in the country. Mm. But getting the ball to him seems to be an issue, in my opinion, from seeing him playing in certain games. So the running game and Michigan's defense is really the difference for me. Yeah, that's it for me. And the uh, O-line coach, he crying tears for him. Hey, man. (laughs) You talking about winning it for somebody? Hey, Hey, them boys winning for Harbaugh, man. Hey, free Harbaugh. Hey, it's kind of, I'm telling you, it's galvanized that team. It's kind of weird. No, real deal. When you you have that kind of chip on your shoulder, that that us against the world mentality, especially for a bunch of kids – I yeah. feel like it, it it means a lot more, right? Mm-hmm. Quarterback play, give me JJ before you give me Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord has not shown me one one he's no. a typical Ohio State quarterback. No, actually I disagree. He's well, not, he is no. he is a rung below. He's a rung below no. Cardell Jones, CJ Stroud. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. When, when, I, when I say when I say that I'm JT Barrett. When yeah, I say that I'm projecting, below. I'm projecting the the, the Oh NFL. in the NFL. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's what he's what the Ohio State quarterback becomes once they enter the league. He's Except that already. CJ. Besides CJ. Besides CJ, CJ which Caveat. we'll come back to that. He's that guy already. Right. Yeah. Now he has weapons. Uh, Travion Henderson. Travion Henderson running back. They got three running backs that probably start. They most can do it. Travion, cool. Obviously, you got eighteen out there. Figure yeah. out a way to get him the get him the ball. I think that Michigan just does things on defense very, very well. They know how to stop the run and they can stop the pass. They haven't yeah. faced that kind of defense yet. We can say it about Penn State all you want to, and then Michigan's going to attack you however they choose to attack you. Well, even, they struggle with Penn State's defense. <laughs> Penn State's defense who? gave Ohio State problems. Yes. So yeah, which again says a lot about Ohio State to yeah. me than it does Michigan. No, I agree. No, I agree. I'm rolling with Michigan as well. I, I just think that for a couple of reasons. One, I think up front, right, the trenches. This is a a down year for Ohio State's offensive line. I think their front seven is pretty nasty. I'm I have questions about their offensive line, which then if you if you can't block it up well, can you run against Michigan? And what you don't want to be is one-dimensional against the Wolverine defense because they will – now you just made their life even easier, right? I think Sam still is still one of the best DBs in the country, very versatile. I like what they do on the back end. And they can make you one-dimensional, which is probably – I haven't looked at the weather. I'm hoping it's cold, it's snowy. For some reason, that game is supposed to be it's just snowy. To be, right, it's snowball. Yeah, like 
which means are you throwing it around the 18 all day? I don't know, right? That's going to be a good day, 37. Cloudy, but 37. Cloudy and 37, which, I mean, you might get a shower. So, you know, again, to me, that kind of leans into Michigan's hand. You know the big house is going to be completely bonkers in there for Harbaugh, for the team. Josh Pate recently told a story about watching J.J. McCarthy and Blake Corum standing off to the side after losing to, I believe it was Georgia two years ago in the playoff. And watching Georgia like celebrate, I think those guys remember that. And I think they realize like this has got to be it. This year has got to be it. And you cannot lose this game. I don't think Ohio State is as hungry as Michigan is. I think Michigan has been given additional reasons to be amped up and focused and juiced up. I see Michigan winning this close, of course. This, this game is rarely a blowout. But I got I got Michigan winning this game. Couple of other just college football questions, real quick. For some reason, he threw in a Miami question, so I actually want to hear you guys' perspective from an outside viewer standpoint. The question number two was: After a spirited effort the week before and coming back home to play a top ten opponent, the Hard Rock Miami Hurricane Stadium looked half empty. Will my ever will Miami ever have the mystique and support they once had during their heyday? From an outsider's perspective, what do you guys think? Pump, I let you go. Breeze, you and me have, have kind of had this conversation before, and there's there's something there's something to having your own stadium as a college football team. Mm-hmm. Um, the atmosphere that you get, especially if you're not going to fill, you know, a, you know, seventy thousand, eighty thousand um, people stadium. You know, the big house wouldn't feel what it is if they couldn't fit all those people there. 115,000 people. Right? Doke wouldn't be doke if you didn't have 80,000 people doing that the, the war chant at one time. Mm. Right? Um, so, so there's something about even, you know, again, the Orange Bowl. The Orange Bowl wasn't a big place back when Miami played there. No. It, it had that college atmosphere to it. It was raggedy. It was run down. There was something about that stadium that made the Hurricanes, on top of the winning, even better. Like you come in there, you can hear that place vibrate. You think it's going to fall down. That adds to something. So now it's like when you're, you're trying to get that program back together and you're doing the, you know, the, the buy one, get two free. It just feel, it doesn't feel right. It feels gross. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you're begging people to come. Right. And again, Miami is not a huge you know, institution anyway. It's a private school. Yeah. Right. But the fan base itself has never been students. It's always been the the Miami community. So the fact that you can't get the Miami community to come out on a Saturday, if I'm telling you, hey, Breeze bought a ticket, you and me getting in for free. And we still like, yeah, straight. On senior night, especially on the, then that was senior night too, right? I believe so, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like on senior night, you can't even get people to come out for senior night? Like, yeah, that's it's gross. It's a gross feeling. I feel I again I, I you know I want that rivalry to be back. I want Miami to get back to a way. And it's like I, I don't I don't know what they can do anymore. Like they're basically begging you to come and people still aren't coming. Yeah. I, outside looking in, I honestly don't know if it'll ever come back to be like it was back in the days. And I also think a lot of fans now, especially, you know, on, on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, it seems like the most embattled Miami fans are people who got to see the actual heydays mm-hmm. of it 
or got to see like that last run in 2001. That was the last time they won the Natty, right? Oh, one, yeah. Oh, one. And it seems like around that age are the main ones. But as far as the mystique and the lure of it, I I just can't see it. Like, I, I now I do know it's a rivalry game. And me and Pump all the time, like, look, even in the down year of Miami, it's like we still got to go in there and play them boys. And it could, you never know what might happen. They going to they gonna get up for that game. But overall, I, I honestly, I can't really see it. Being, going back to the you being back, which is fine. Uh, so, from a, an insider's perspective, right? I, I think I've said, and I won't spend a lot of time on it. Miami's a big ticket town. When the Heat aren't good, people don't go. When the Dolphins aren't good, people don't go. When the Hurricanes aren't good, people don't go. I went to. I was a season ticket holder. I was at the Georgia Tech game. I was at the Clemson game. The Clemson game was not sold out. Very very loud. I would say probably eighty percent full. The stadium is built to be loud. The way the, the partial covering of the of the roof, it's a very very loud place. I think the one thing that that people forget from an outsider's perspective was that the Orange Bowl averaged only like forty something thousand people. Home games, the Orange Bowl wasn't packed every week. If you if you actually go back and watch some of those games, like your just regular games, like Virginia at Miami, those stadiums half empty. So this has always been a thing. Even and, and actually, I think. The 01 season, there was like three home games that were like 60% full. Wow. And you're talking about one of the best college football teams ever. That's just how Miami is. Miami is a very odd place in terms of there's, there's just too many other things to do. And it's very easy for people to stay home, right? I mean, to be fair, in Athens, Georgia, there's nothing else to do on Saturday. Nathan. In Knoxville, Tennessee, there ain't much else to do. In Fayetteville, Arkansas, there's nothing else to do. Nebraska, there's nothing else to do. So that's what you do. You just naturally just go to the game as opposed to in Miami. People are like, eh, I may go to the beach, the mall, there's probably concerts. It's a big ticket town, right? And so, yeah, and I, I look at that game, and I didn't, I didn't go myself. I chose to go to the Florida Classic. This team has given me no reason to spend my money to drive down there for another weekend. Like, it's not cheap to go to Miami either, right? And we're talking about the fan base, the, the, the alumni base is small. I think it's somewhere in the teens of thousands of the, you know, the, the student population. So it's a very, very small school. So the majority of your fans are not going to be students. And as you rely on adults to choose to come. Well, if I got kids, am I, you know, this team has already lost four or five games. Am I bucking my kids' soccer game this week? Eh, I probably missed a few. I probably didn't choose to go to my kids' soccer game. You know, I live in St. Pete personally. Am I choosing to drive to Miami when I could – Spend the weekend with my family. The team's already four or five games in the hole. Eh, you know what? This week I'll spend the time with my family. So it's a big ticket town. You have to give people reasons. And winning is always going to be the biggest reason. And I think the team is doing the right things and moving in the right direction. But one, again, if the 0-1 team couldn't sell out all the home games, I don't care what Mario put out there on the field. You can have 2019 LSU. Nothing's going to top 0-1 Miami, in my opinion. And they couldn't sell out. So it's just going to be a thing. And that's okay. Right, but if you're winning, does that even matter? Right, you win. Winning games is winning games. Stadium fans and all that help. I've never looked at a Miami game and say, if we had another twenty thousand people in there, they would have won that. Like, no. Like at the end of the day, you got to go win games. You got to give people reason to come. So, don't want to spend too much time on that. Mailback question number three, <laughs> very straightforward. When will Georgia lose? <laughs> 
best shot that they have to lose, I it's feel, is going to be championship yeah, when they play against Bama. Bama. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to lose. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that Bombay? Yeah. Uh, Bama is catching a nice little stride right now. To be mm-hmm. fair, you could probably say the same about Georgia's offense. Breeze, I think you mentioned that. Yeah. I think both teams are peaking right mm-hmm. now, which is kind of scary. It's the idea of Georgia peaking at the back end of a season is like, huh. Right. That's, that's kind of scary, right? And I did mention last week, I think a lot of people watched Georgia earlier in the years like, eh, they don't look like Georgia. I think a lot of folks might have checked out. And if you've been watching what they've done since then, like offenses just are not scoring. I think they held Tennessee to – you know, under 20 this week. Dolly didn't even help them. They did the same thing to Missouri. They did the same. They've done the same thing to everybody. They played Ole Miss was top 10, and they held them to 14. Um, and Carson Beck is good. I think I said it, like, I said it earlier. I'm like, I think talent-wise, he's better than Stetson Bennett. His ceiling is higher than Stetson. And it feels like he's kind of settling in. So as far as when Georgia's going to lose, I don't think it'll be anytime soon. They... I'm actually kind of worried about them breaking Miami's record huh. of um, consecutive undefe- wins. Yeah, consecutive uh, wins. What's the I'm number? A little on concerned. It's like thirty something. 30, I think it's thirty 30? something. 30, like thirty. 30. Yeah, Alabama got close and they they end up falling. I'm worried Georgia might be able to do it because Carson Beck comes back next year. Like Brock Bowers leaves, but I think like several of those receivers come back. They'll they'll lose a few O linemen, which they always do. I don't think that defense gets pillaged this year by the draft. I think the defense is younger mm. than normal. Like, I'm actually kind of concerned they might break the record. Interesting. Yeah, which that's rare. So if that's the case, you're calling three-peat right now. Oh, I call it in the summer. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling three-peat. And, and now you just, in my opinion, you took out one of the competitors. Florida State had a something about them. They find a way. They just, it's like, it's like a gnat. You think you got them and you don't. And Jordan Travis does some ridiculousness. So I think you just took out one competitor. I think Ohio State clearly has flaws. I think Washington's defense is very, very flawed. I think that, that offense is amazing. And Penix ain't been playing good ball lately. Uh, I mean, well, the offense is still putting up 30-plus, but they've played some closer games, and I think that might be, other than Oregon, I think Georgia would be the best offense they face. So, yeah, so, I'm, I'm so, like, who's going to beat them? So are we calling Georgia around the board? or what? No. Nah. No? 12 you taking? I still, I still like Bama? us. No, no, no I'm, I'm talking about in Florida the, State. No, no I'm, I'm talking about the Georgia Bama game. I'm sorry, in the, in oh, the uh, I, SEC championship. I, I'm not a huge Bama fan, but I think Bama is going to win. Okay, really? Do you just want you want Georgia to not win? Not necessarily. Okay, okay. Now, listen. If if it comes down to Georgia and Florida State, listen. You Look, me, you me, and Sweet Milk got to do something. Line it up. Right. They will. They they do line hey. it up. All right. They say games got to get played. Yeah, the games do got to get played. Indeed. Last question. Should Tyler from Spartanburg have called in earlier during the season? No, because Clemson just beat North Carolina. No, because that means uh, your boy have been spark- uh, hyping when he played us. Fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Clemson just knocked off North Carolina to give them their third loss. Um, I'm actually a fan of it because I want Dabo to be emboldened in his philosophies because I think – the gap is still increasing. Mm-hmm. You beat North Carolina. You beat Notre Dame. That's cool. You also lost to Miami, playing a true freshman in his first start. 
You also lost to Florida State at home. So, sure, be emboldened and you think you're right because what I see is the gap closing. Yeah. And you pulled off some wins, and that's great, but I see the gap closing. So, yeah, you know what, Dabo? Keep on doing what you've been doing. Please. Perfectly fine with me. We got to go up there next year. Fine with me. All right, we're going to close off college football there. One question on college football. Oh, okay. Is Lincoln Riley on the hot seat? Mm. Uh, they're on the police. Tis the police. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Again, St. Pete on St. Pete. Yeah, you're going to do what he do. Um, they're riding the same losing streak as Colorado right now, aren't they? <laughs> Haven't they oh, both? I meant to call out Unk this week on Colorado. Oh. I had to, we talked about it in person. I had to wait next week. I wanted it on, yeah. I wanted it on wax. I, I get it. Um, Is Lincoln Riley on the hot seat? I feel like I feel like the the I feel like it should be a matchup under him at least. I think so too. Right? I mean, again, the the way that the, this team has completely fallen off, it's like were we only playing to get Caleb Heisman? Because now that once that went out the window, it seemed like them they don't want to play no more. I mean, they never played defense. That is also a true statement. That is very true. <laughs> so USC, for those who don't know, they are seven and five on the season. They are five and four in Pac-12 play. They just recently lost to crosstown rivals UCLA this week, thirty-eight to twenty. I'm not going to say he's on the hot seat, but what I will say is that his flaws are becoming even bigger than before. We knew Lincoln Raleigh had flaws in his philosophy, right? Those Oklahoma teams. They put up a bunch of numbers. They were big. They were stat heavy on offense. Defense was never good. And they get to the playoffs and they get handled. They would get like literally bullied off the field. Right? I would never forget that pitch of Kyler Murray like like running for his life against Alabama. Like scurrying for his life against Alabama, like full scurry. And like he like he couldn't do anything. And it was just a reminder that those teams weren't built for longevity. And Lincoln has never changed his model. It's the same thing. And now, and I think people undersell the trenches out there in the Pac-12. They develop and recruit the offensive lines and the defensive lines really, really well. There's a lot of American Samoan kids out there, man. Dogs. And them boys is big, big for fun. Hogly moggles. And they play nasty. Them boys get to work. So you want to come out there and, and, and dance and run around if you want to, but... Hey man, you know I think they're, 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 his his flaws are being exposed. You waited too long to fire your defensive coordinator. That was my point too. I think it's more so also his loyalty mm. because you brought that DC with you, yeah, to USC, yeah, and then he lost you a chance to get into the Pac-12 championship game last year, mm. and this year. No, he lost you the game. They were in it. They lost it to Utah. Oh yeah, you're right. They yep. lost it to Utah. You're, you're absolutely right. And this year, he blows a bunch of games for you, too. Yeah. And you wait until the midseason. Now the season is it's a wrap now Yeah, to fire him. Also, the mentality of your team. I think it reflects the coach. I think those teams are soft. Yeah. I think Lincoln Raleigh teams are just flat out soft. And you're going up against teams like Utah? Those teams ain't soft. Or Oregon State? Those teams aren't soft. Right, Oregon, the way Dan Lanning got them boys playing in Washington. He's a bag. Dan Lanning? Yeah. Very much so. He's a big time. Yeah. Yes. Huge bag. But, hey, man. That man, that man earning his stripes, too. I get it. So, yeah. I think I, I don't know if I'm going to say he's on the hot seat, but I will say things are getting uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
We good on college football? We're going we gonna to close the book there on CFB? Go Knows. All right. We'll take a quick break, and we will come back, and we're going to talk some professional foosball. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladyrumpunch.com. Shake well, and please drink responsibly. That just reminded me. I didn't talk about the Florida Classic. Classic. Just one. Yeah. Plural. Just one Florida Classic. Classics. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to. In Orlando. In Orlando. Where the Magics play. Yes. Yeah. Plural. Mm-hmm. One great band in another school. Mm. Wow. The Rattlers, they struck and struck and struck Strange. again. The band is the band is fantastic. Like They're back up to like 350 plus. Like The band is huge again. Yeah. Apparently they stopped killing people, which is nice. First step. That's always a plus. You gotta stop killing people. Always a plus. Yeah. You gotta stop killing people on school property. And sodomizing people with that as well. They've they've seemingly stopped all of those nefarious activities. Or or they ain't getting caught for it. They're at least not (laughs) getting caught for (laughs) it. Right. right? Nobody's finding out. Mm -hmm. So band's good and healthy, man. Like man, that band is quality. Love to see it. But don't cook me. It was a mess. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen the video. I sent it to you. They botched their entrance to halftime. <laughs> no. Like, oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, I'll send it to you. So, you Please. know how, like, they, like, line up. It's, like, four rows coming out of the end zone. Where, like, half of the front row started marching, and the other half didn't. And they backed up, and they did it again, and it was still, like, off. It was off the entire time. Like, they, they've, they've fallen off a little bit. They've definitely. They were better than they were last year. But they've kind of fallen off. So they're fighting the bumblebee status. Uh, yes, yes. And then even they didn't even stay for the fifth quarter. Like after the game was over, like fam, you band was like, boy said no. Nah. They packed it up, they and it's like, bro, y'all, oh, y'all live down the street. Told the town left. Huh? Oh, literally, like game over, we're out. They played like the school song and like out. It's trash. It was really trash. That's unfortunate. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No shouts out to Cookman. Big shout out to fam. Big shout out. All right, let's talk. Professionals though Shout out to my favorite Rattler too Who's your favorite Rattler? Tiffany Williams Oh yeah uh, Wow <laughs> Shout out to the Biscuit I mean. Shout out to the Biscuit <laughs> Big shout out to the Biscuit MVP candies For the MVP Depending on where you look What? Rain Dakota Prescott Bro what? <sighs> look at the stats Bro what? Wow look you, at the, you asked for this segment Is that why? Look at the stats <laughs> It what, had to be. It's a setup. It was a setup the whole time. What stats are you are you leaning into for Mister overall QBR, uh, passing yards, touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Okay, so interceptions because that was a big topic last year, but nobody okay. talk about interceptions this year. Okay, so for for the sake of it, mm-hmm. passing yards, he's not top five. Okay, for touchdowns, he's fourth. For completion rate, oh, hold on. Why did it flip? We're in passing. Oh, because uh, it, 
I feel like we're it, getting baited right now. It doesn't like sh- it. It just sorts like anybody who has passed. So like the number one in passer rating is Keenan Allen. True. Because <laughs> he's thrown like one pass. Yeah, he's right? got yeah. one attempt for one completion for forty nine yards, and he went for a touchdown. Like that's super annoying. So sure, I, he's having a good year. I feel like this is the same conversation we had last year where Shayon was like, or Unk was like, oh, is. Is uh, Ceedee Lamb having the best, you know, the best year for wide receivers? Like, well, n- no, he's having the third best year for wide receivers. But it's, it's a, really, a good really good year, and he's on a really good run. He's on it's a good run. really, really good year. Yeah. So hey, listen, I'm a I'm a Dak Prescott fan. So you're not gonna get no no Dak slander from me. You know, I think he's having a really solid season. Let's let's take it from this angle. Actually, I'm gonna come right back to that. MVP odds. According to odds mm-hmm. makers, Mr. Prescott is not top ten. There's an interesting name on the on the Vegas odds, who I think is about third or fourth right now. The Vegas odds depends on which one you look at. Who who might you be talking to? A certain talking Lamar. about a certain Hawaiian guy? No, him, oh. he's up there too. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. Lamarvelous is, is up there. Lamarvelous is third, which I find refreshing and interesting. Are you, you trying to? Are you trying to like no, get me I'm, riled up? No, I'm actually not. Again, trying <clears throat> to, you know, I, you know, I, I talk about my dog. No, listen, when 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 I was required to put on my GM hat, and I was obviously just going off of what the the young man had been doing in the past couple of seasons, mm-hmm. and it wasn't up to his MVP caliber at the time. He had been regressing. This year, again, you, you Zay Flowers has been doing this thing. The Mark Andrews injury is gonna. You know, it's going to hurt. Surprisingly enough, Odell has been decent. For two games. For two games. Okay, decent. Yeah, for two decent. games. Decent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? He hasn't, you know, his body parts hasn't fallen off like Mr. Potato Head yet. I said I would be shocked if he made it past week six. You did. Odell is still he's, playing he's football. Still here. He's but still he got here. injured. Did they say what the injury was last week? Oh, wait a minute. He got injured again? No, he finished that game this past Sunday. No, he got hurt. He played yeah. this Sunday. But he got hurt in this this game. No, I didn't see that. I didn't see. He that had either. a shoulder injury or something like that. Oh, that's no. He was on the sideline in street clothes. Odell, mm. I gotta look that up. That's keep keep going. Point is, the, the the fact that Lamar is playing at the level that he's playing, and they're sitting right now, what top of their top of their division? Shouts out to Lamar. Early, let's put some money down on Lamar for MVP. Ooh, spicy. I like it. I like it. So, uh, are you changing from uh, C Mac? Again, well, I was riding C Mac because one, he's white. Two, he's a white <laughs> running back, and he was having a nice little streak going where he was, he was he was scoring a touchdown every game. So, I mean, if if, if you're gonna look and be like, oh man, San Fran is doing their thing, and if the Chiefs in Philly, they're just you know they're meandering until they get to the playoffs. Meandering. It was a very sexy pick, and there was some good money to be made off of McCaffrey for MVP. So quick update on Odell. Harbaugh said it's not a long-term thing. Beckham himself said that it's not that bad, and he's just got to toughen I'm up. I'm not listening to what Odell Beckham Well, Harbaugh said it's okay. not a long-term I'll listen thing. To, I'll listen but to Harbaugh that. will play you hurt. He don't care. No, he doesn't. <laughs> you got a pulse? Do your legs move? Come he on. will trot you out there. Come, put, give him a black jersey, black pants. Get him out there. Run a nine route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to have you running a nine route. Just start the game up. First play, hard play action. Let's see how hurt you really are. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. 
No, I, I'm with you. I mean, listen. I, I think Lamar is sneakily having a really, really good year. And the reason I say sneakily, because nobody's really talking about him. I feel like the Ravens are kind of flying on the radar. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, everybody's like, well, the Raiders are doing what the Ravens do. They're winning regular season games, and everybody's just waiting for the playoffs and waiting for it to fall apart. But to your point, and you call this out, I'm going to give you credit. I think you called this out like a month ago. Those receivers have been showing up. They have. Zay's been showing up. They've got, oh, who's the young boy they drafted in the first round? He was from Bateman. Minnesota. Rashad Bateman, Bateman has been solid. Odell is not. Two games. He's he's not. He hasn't had surgery yet. Two, he's been, he's two been games. Available. He's been available. He's been available. He's on the field. He hasn't had <laughs> surgery. Usually Odell is on a, on a medical table. By week eight again, the Mark Andrews injury is is that's is, a big is time to see how that one goes. Is, is it is they're saying oh it's season ending? Mm-hmm. They said it's season ending. So let's see what happens with that. You know the, the 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 new tight end likely is a lot to carry, but again they continue to win games. The yeah. Ravens are sitting at eight and three. Yeah, you gotta get them Gus out there. Oh hey man, get on the bus with Gus. Come on man, old Gus that was shout out to you know former Miami Hurricane. One of the best videos I I remember. What uh. Gus Edwards dancing in the dorm. You ever seen that? Video? Oh, I have seen yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's hilarious. Speaking of the Ravens and the people they've played, mm-hmm. well, this past Thursday, they played the Cincinnati Bengals. And unfortunately, what was set up to be, I think, the best Thursday night game yet. The Thursday night games have stunk. They, These primetime games have been stinky. What's what's new tonight? We got a good one. It's Monday night. We got Eagles Chiefs. Yeah, but, one, but stop putting the Bears on national TV. The, the Bears, Bears, the Bears play Monday night football next week. The Giants. I've seen way too much of these people in prime time. Putting the Bears on national, bro. TV. It's bad, man. I'm tired of seeing it. No and, disrespect. No, and they and, and they blew my chance to to have victory wine. And they blew my chance to hear the victory wine music. I actually I was literally cheering for you guys late no. in that game. Wow, that victory. Have you heard the victory wine music? I have. Fantastic, and I do mean high quality. Quality. I was literally cheering for you guys late night. Stop game. putting them on national TV, anyway. Please, and thank you. So, Cincinnati Bengals. I feel like this was a conversation a few years ago, right? It was a conversation of who do the Bengals take? Do they take Jamar Chase? Do they at the time take Panay Sewell? They took Chase. People have said that was the best route for them to go. And now Joey's hurt again. Mm-hmm. He takes a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. He's running for his life quite often. Thoughts on the Bengals? Thoughts on Joey? Am I doing too much in saying maybe they should have took Sue? Or are we cool still with the chase take? I'm still cool with the chase take. Okay. I just don't think they put a premium as they should on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. That offensive line has always been patchwork. And he gets, even I, the year he made it to the Super Bowl, it was like, I was so surprised. Because mm. even in the, the uh, AFC Championship game, he got sacked like eight or nine times. Yeah. It's like that man, he was out his rookie year. And then you can tell he's, to me, I've always been a Joe Burrow fan. He's a cool guy. Cool Joe Burrow. He's trying, he's, he's giving them Give him what she's got, Captain. You <laughs> <laughs> giving him what she's got, Captain. You can see that man had a had a torn tendon in his wrist, and he still he still threw the ball for a quarter. Yeah, and threw a touchdown. So I think the Bengals are 
a detriment to themselves, and they're they're to me, they're wasting Joe Burrow years. Uh, I, I was trying to find the stat for how many times he's just been sacked for the past couple seasons, <laughs> and just keeps on taking me to twenty twenty one season where he was sacked seventy times. Good grief, Charlie Brown. So, <laughs> but he's still able to get them to the playoffs. Yeah, deep into the playoffs. Deep into the playoffs. So we always talk about it. Most most important position on the field, especially in the pros, you've got to have a quarterback. You've got to keep him upright. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think they went out and they took – who they snatched from the Bucs? Uh, Kappa. Kappa, there you go. So, again, trying to, like you said, uh, 12, kind of patchwork that, that, <laughs> that line together. Funny thing is, you're seeing the success right now in Detroit. I was going that route. And it's making Jared Goff – Looked like he deserved to be picked that high, even though he threw three interceptions the other night. He did throw three interceptions, and he when he was playing, we're not going to go there. Okay. <laughs> but again, keep your quarterback upright, and you're going to have success. What would happen if Joe Burrow was playing behind the line that Tom Brady had during the Super Bowl year? Oh, he's having an MVP season like every I, season. I'm Get him o- behind Philly's line. <laughs> yeah. Just get just get him that help. Obviously, you have enough on offense right now. Figure it out. Figure out the way Dallas did. Somehow, some way, maneuver, do some kind of shenanigans to get legit offensive line talent to protect your investment. Joe Burrow can take you back to the Super Bowl at any given moment in the AFC. I feel like they can beat since they can beat uh, KC. They've done it. They've done it. They've proven they can do it. But one thing about Joe Burrow and Pat Mahomes, one's available, one's not. One's always on his ass, one ain't. The best ability is availability. High key. Talk to me. So it's funny you mentioned the Detroit Lions who in that year took Panay Sewell, Mm -hmm. right? And at the time it was like, well, who's he blocking for? Well, it was Matt Stafford, right? But we all kind of thought Matt Stafford was kind of on his way out. But when you look at what the Lions have done – in terms of prioritizing things, they prioritize the trenches. They take Panay Sewell. The next year, they come back. They take Aiden Hutchison. They have uh, emphasized the run game, right? You, you you go get David Montgomery, and now you pair him with Jameer Gibbs. I think when you look at the Lions, they've built it from the inside out, which that's longevity. Look, at the end of the day, football is football. Mm-hmm. And one thing that has always been the case, if you can win up front, you can win football games. It might not be pretty. Look at the Steelers. Steelers are, what do they say, like for teams like they, they're like the only team with a winning record that has a negative mm-hmm. uh, yardage differential. Mm-hmm. But look at the, the Pittsburgh defensive line. They get to it, right? And we know that the Steelers are going to block. They've always got the trenches. So... Football is football. So, yeah, like, and, and that's why, you know, at the time, and I took a lot of flack for it, especially when they started winning games. I was very big on take Panay Sewell. Protect the most important thing on your roster. Joe Burrow is by far the most important thing on that roster. It's the most important position in all of football. Yep. Protect your asset. But, no, they went and got the flashy thing, which is fine. They went and got Jamar Chase, and he's very, very talented, and, you know, he does a lot of great things. I'm I'm old fashioned. Build me from the inside out. Pause. Heavy pause. Heavy. Hey yo, come on, man. I said pause. Right. Build it from the inside out because trenches travel. 
Defensive lines travel. Offensive lines they travel. Mm-hmm. Right? Receivers sometimes it's cold out or it's rainy and it, I didn't feel good that day. Or, you know, my my TikTok views were down. You know, receivers are divas. Oh, linemen? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Handle business. Hog mollies. Handle business. Defense alignment? Handle business. What Dion said about D linemen? I want D linemen that come from a one a one parent home. Who was <laughs> <laughs> on EBT? Hey. You feel me? They hungry. They hungry. So I took a lot of flack for it, and I get it, and I understand the pick. But man, I. It's so funny that the Lions are now sending eight and two, and they made a couple of moves. You went and got Amon St. Raw. You took him a little bit later. He panned out. You made the trade for Jared Goff. Everybody thought he was kind of bummy. Now he looks good because he's got all day to throw. He's got a he's got a mm-hmm. receiver to throw to. He's got a couple of running backs who save his life very often. Again, building from the inside out. Aiden Hutchinson yep. is having a solid year. Yep. Football's football, man. And one of the things about football, it comes down to the trenches. If your trenches ain't right, you're not winning games. In the I don't care. You're not winning championships unless you've got a generational talent, Pat Mahomes. Yeah. And and the thing is, since he has a generation, when it comes to since he quarterbacks, they have a generational talent. They do at Joe at quarterback, right? Agreed. Half of his games, <laughs> great stat. Half of his games, he's been sacked three times or more. That's 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 outrageous. Man. Yeah, you can't live like that. You played ten games, and at least five of them, you've been sacked at least three, at least three times. That's three hundred million dollars you just let get tarnished. Literally, he's just Come getting on. hit. Come on, man, bro! Three hundred mil, you just let it get tarnished. Three hundred pounders just just laying in in this cat, bro. That's that's not the way, man. Nope. That ain't the way. This ain't the way. <laughs> not the way, man. Though. <laughs> hey, man, the, the Bengals got to figure something out, bro. Go, go get, go fix your your offensive line, please. Please and thank you yep. for Joey's sake and for nothing else. And that's the funny part too. I'm, I'm sorry, we can we can close no. that with them. It, it's there's nothing else that they really need to fix. Even on defense, that defense is never elite until it matters. No, right in, in the playoffs. In the playoffs, that, that defense that is defense clutch. comes on. They ball quickly. out that, especially yeah. that D line. That oh, yeah. D line comes on. So you don't need to fix that. You don't need to get more wide receiver help. You got a really solid running back when Joe Mixon is there and healthy. You got what you need. You, oh, yeah. you figured out the hardest thing in football, the quarterback position. You got that. Get the man some protection. Please. That's all you need. It can't be that it can't be that hard. I would cash out on an old line. I'd be paying for his personal security. I want him protected 24-7 around the clock. Man, when he goes to the bathroom, y'all flushing it for him. You hear me? He 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 take a bite, you can smell it. You standing over his brow. Like, bro. <laughs> Literally, I would. That man would be protected at all times. They just made this man what he's what the highest paid player in the league, or close to it. Close to it. Yeah. Close Come to on, it. man. Hey, protect your investments. Apparently, they don't care. They just throwing out money. <sighs> man, them boys don't believe in insurance. Crazy. Let's transition real quick. Divisional leaders. Let's just. We're about two thirds through the season. Mm-hmm. The divisional pictures are starting to come into focus. We don't have to spend a lot of time on them. Let's just run through the divisionals real quick. AFC East. The fraudulent Miami Dolphins <clears throat> are are. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> I was told it. Oh, whoa! Did, did you have a question about that? Yeah, twelve. I, I would like a a Webster's dictionary moment. I want to know the definition on fraudulent. Oh, what fraudulent is? Would you like me to read the definition? If 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 you don't mind, a person or thing intended to deceive others. Typically by unjustifiably claiming or being credited with accomplishments or qualities. Okay. So I I, I think that, and I'm, I, 
And I'm bringing this up. No, no, it's cool. I mean, I got the context. I'm also, yeah. I'm also a fan of the show. When I'm not here, right? I mm-hmm. watch every show or listen to it. Thank appreciate you. that. Appreciate that. There was a section mm-hmm. where the Dolphins, mm-hmm. by one host who's not here, he who he who will not be named, <laughs> Shayon, <laughs> called the team fraudulent. Yeah, because they lost one game. I don't think it was just one game, but we can continue, continue. It was in reaction to a loss that week in mm-hmm. particular. Mm-hmm. It was in. It, yeah, they it wasn't they like, lost a few, but yeah. Yeah. right. And uh, I pump double down on it. No, I keep I, it in a buck. I co-signed it. I you, I you did. It. I did co-sign. You put a paw print. You put your whole yeah. hand in the ink so, pad so again, and put it, it on the paper we're, like we're a like a star on the Hollywood strip. We're comparing it to what we've seen, and I I think it came off the heels of you know us talking about. Um, Buffalo, or might or might have been Josh Allen. It might have been a, one of those weeks where Josh Allen's name was was he comes up. up. I think he's still leading the league in interceptions. Oh, he definitely is. I think so, Josh Allen might be a so, fraud. So right now, so right now, I look at Miami, and this is how I've judged it. So uh, I think since two has been there, Miami has gotten to the playoffs or once, and they lost in the wild card round. I think it was last that was last year, right? Um, so this year they have beaten. Every team they're supposed to be, except for the teams that are essentially, quote unquote, on their level. The teams that are vying for playoffs, probably definitely going to make the playoffs, going to be there. The people that they're going to see once they get there, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea that, well, yeah, they're, they're good. They're very flashy. When they go out there and they beat a team, they can beat a team. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. They almost set an NFL record doing it. Yeah. Right? Cool. So now when it comes to playing teams who are on their same level or up to their caliber, well, they haven't been beating those teams. They're losing to Buffalo. They lost pretty handily, 48-20. They lost to Philly, 31-17. They lost to KC um, by a touchdown, but really it was 21-0 at halftime. Mm-hmm. On the reverse side of that, when I said that, uh, I, I think you asked about um, – what we call Buffalo. I think this is off the, this is off the group text. This is a, yeah, it was in the right. text. So at that point, I said, well, keeping to the idea of currency, they're that, that country whose currency isn't as, va- as valued as high as it was. Mm. So I look at the last few years of Buffalo. Buffalo's made the playoffs every single year. Mm. They've gotten to a conference championship. Buffalo is a title contender. They've shown that they can be a title contender. Mm. So right now, their stock seems to be going down because Josh Allen – can't keep the ball safe. I don't know what they're going to do, especially right now. Can they make the playoffs? Well, they got to get past Miami. Miami's winning in that division right now. Mm. So right now, I feel like the the, the Buffalo Bills are uh, th- their dollars declining. Mm. Where right now, Miami looks like well, yeah, they look really good on paper. Seven and three looks really good mm. until you really start to analyze the money. It's like yeah, this money don't spend everywhere. That's why they come off as fraudulent. They can't beat the teams that we're looking at right now. We're looking at Philly and KC go back and forth. KC kind of took off a little bit towards the end. We know they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. Both teams Miami's lost to. I don't know if they can beat either one of them. So here's my here's my because y'all so know does these that, are, does that answer these are my is that a decent enough answer? These for are you? my Miami Dolphins. Then you are to add context. You are Dade, you are Dade County Breeze. <laughs> just, add, add, just add on the pile of names. Mm-hmm. They were missing in the Philly game and I believe the Casey game, two starting offensive linemen, Jalen Ramsey. I don't believe Jalen Phillips played in either of those games either. The Bills game, they had Phillips, had one of the old linemen back. I also look at this Dolphins and I'm like, they're getting healthy now. 
And this week, and we talked about difference makers, Jalen Ramsey gets a game-sealing interception because he is a differential. Like, you know, so you put him on that KC, in that KC game, is he a touchdown differential? This week he was. Mm-hmm. And he, can, he has the ability to be that difference maker to where now maybe he turns a possession or two. Or maybe he shuts down a possession because, you know, a team wants to go to a certain guy and you just can't. You put him on Stephon Diggs, what is Diggs doing that week? I don't know. So I think in the context of a team also getting healthy in previous years, we've seen Tua be hurt. Last year he had the concussions. Year before, I think he missed the back end of the season. They went to the playoffs starting, was it uh, Skyler Morningwig two years ago? Right? We've seen Teddy B have to play multiple games for them. So in the context of getting healthy, I think they're getting healthy at the right time, which you want to be peaking now. Mm-hmm. Right? This is when you want to be peaking. And in terms of comparison's sake, I mean, the Bills have lost to the Broncos. They lost to the Bengals. They lost to the Patriots, who stink. The Jets. Mm-hmm. The Jags. Oh, to the, me, oh. that's fraudulent. You losing to the Broncos and the Jets? That's fraudy. Yeah, I, again, I mean, the, the, the Bills have had a history of showing you that they're, they're a good team. Now, this is just the first year of Miami really being consistent to that point. Maybe. And their and right, so, so starting and, quarterback is yeah, healthy because so that matters, as we've talked about 100%. on the show. And again, to me, I feel like you're going you're gonna, to – they have a tough stretch to end the, um, to end the season. They got to play Dallas. Yep. They got to play Baltimore. And they got to play the Bills again. Let's see how you finish, right? Because yeah. the Ravens – are playing good ball, they're best in their division. Yep. Bills are number two in their division. Dallas also best in their division or two coming in their to division. That. Coming to that. So if you finish off that stretch, two and one, three and three and zero. Oh? Okay, I like that. At least give them the chance to finish the season. It's yeah. like the middle of the season, and you just call them a fraud. Fraud yeah. done. Okay. Done. Well, again, and I and I said that's this, crazy well, to me. Well, Breeze, I said this to you too. For for whatever reason, let's not act like we don't we don't pencil in what we feel teams are even halfway and it's not the first two games or first three games we are we are halfway through this season we check the temperature but a temperature can still rise or drop it doesn't have to be a final determination when you when you fry your turkey this week Mm -hmm. at some point you're gonna check that temperature and you say (laughs) "Mm, not yet it ain't. It's not to the you, point. You, you're not gonna check the turkey halfway and say, "Oh, this turkey a fraud." He fraud. That mm. You gonna trash. let the turkey finish cooking? Trash. No, no. You gonna you, <laughs> you gonna check the temperature? And the temperature says, "I don't know what's going on right now." But it he don't getting look there, right? But, right. But you're not gonna stop cooking, and you the don't turkey. dump the turkey once again. You dump fraud. First of all, I didn't say it. I co-signed. You double down on it though. <laughs> I'll co-sign it, okay. and I stand behind it. Okay. That's your, that's your boy. Right. Hey, I stood behind what I said. Again, that's my man's. In let's him. let's see what happens those last three games. Fair and, enough. And if they and if they finish with a record against playoff opponents, which would be at that point zero and six for the year, now, going into the playoffs. Now you tell me if, if they lose to all not. of them. I'll yes. take that. That's a different stance from just calling them <laughs> fraud in the middle of the season, right? Especially when they've had key injuries halfway that's, through the season. They look a little fraudulent. I, 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 mm. I'll say that. I ain't with it. They can't. Right now, they haven't beaten a playoff team. Everybody's had injuries. We got to keep rolling. <laughs> yep. eh, not everybody's got key injuries. This is, we'll keep rolling. We can keep rolling. The Ravens, as you alluded to, are leading the AFC North. They are only they only have one. They're half a game differential because they've played 11 games. The Browns have only played 10 games. Is there anybody challenging the Ravens in the AFC North? Browns are in second place, Steelers are in third, Bengals are in last, which I imagine they'll stay there now without Joey B. Yep. Are any worry about the Ravens in the AFC North? No, especially with the starting quarterbacks being out. Okay. The the Browns. 
Two starting quarterbacks. I said quarterback. the starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, the scary thing is the Browns keep finding ways to win. Because of that defense. They keep finding ways to win, yeah. right? Miles Garrett just put him anywhere. <laughs> it's like he's multiplied himself like on any given time. And their schedule, honestly, isn't that bad. Like the, the Broncos, could, I mean the uh, – The Browns schedule? Yeah, the Browns could go four and one in their next five. They play the Broncos, they play the Rams, the Jags, the Bears, the Texans. So in all honesty, the way all those teams are playing, the only the only loss I see right now is the Texans. Well, the very next division is the AFC South, who is being led by hey. said Jacksonville Jaguars, who are seven and three. And I think preseason we all bought stock in them Jags. We did. They're sitting at seven and three in the flaming hot Texans. Bro, like, mm-hmm. first of all, shout out to that black man coaching. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that black man playing quarterback. Shout out to that black man at QB. CJ Stroud and them boys are hooping. Do we think this thing cranks up a notch in the AFC South? Tennessee's in last at three and seven. They're starting Mr. Mayo. Is Will Levis gonna make a run? Okay. We're not doing that. <laughs> Jags or Titans? How you feeling? AFC South. Come on, man. I, I just wanted to know if Will oh. Oh, Willie Willie was gonna make a Good make way, a man. run. I'm gonna have to. Uh, he's they're so bad at quarterback. I'm gonna have to bench Derrick Henry. Like teams are literally just like we're just gonna load the box. Like we don't even care. We'll just put 20 people in the box and just dare you to throw it. Any any thoughts on the AFC South? Jags, Texans, hey, Colts, the way, Titans. The way it's looking is, and then uh, the Colts. I think they're out of it because uh, your boy is hurt for the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Texans are looking really good. They they legit have a push for the conference, like a legit mm-hmm. chance. And the Jags, they're so wishy washy. One day they'll come out, smack you. The next day they in a nineteen eighteen game with somebody. Yeah, if 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 Trevor Lawrence is going to continue the play that he's kind of had this season, uh, CJ Stroud, the Texans are going to take off on him. Okay. Like, can't, yeah, yeah, can't disagree. Yeah, Trevor can't continue to play at a at a clip that. Justin Fields is out playing you. He's missed four games. <laughs> that can't happen. And C.J. Stroud is again making an MVP push. Yeah. So if if that's the if that's the kind of ball they're gonna play, Jacksonville better watch out. So here's the thing about Jacksonville: they're undefeated on the road, and they play more road games than home games in their last seven. Interesting. Fun fact: interesting thing to watch. Right? Okay. AFC West: the Chiefs. Have a two and a two and a half game lead on the Denver Broncos, who are in second. Surging Broncos. The Raiders, who are in third, and the, the Chargers, which at some point they're just gonna have to hit the reset button on that. Uh, that thing is just fire broken. That, fire that man. Staley is stale. Fire That's that crazy. Man. He came, I mean, he was he was a little little testy. Uh, somebody asked him if he's gonna continue to call the defense. Bro, he should be. He's super. I mean, I guess. Bro, I, would, I, would, I would be. I'm a little perturbed. Don't ask me nothing crazy right now. I might say something wild to you. Or just be better at your job. Nah, I'll be. <laughs> who are you? You suck at your job. <laughs> who are you to judge me? They were who we thought they were. <laughs> Chiefs running away with this thing. Um. Yeah. The, yeah. No, nobody believes in the Broncos. That's. So you're not riding with Broncos country? No. Let's ride. Broncos country. <laughs> no. Let's ride. No. <laughs> No, nah, Future said F Russell. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm riding with Super Future. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean the the Raiders are a cool story now that they've uh, the, the, that locker room is 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 a little refreshed. Shout out to that black head man, uh, that black coach. Shout out to that black man. Yeah, man, he a but, real one too. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he, it a yeah, he a real one, but it it's only gonna get you so far. There's no yeah. way that you're gonna you're gonna catch Pat Mahomes and them boys. Ain't, okay. no, ain't no way. Let's switch over real quick to the <sighs> NFC. You've got <laughs> NFC East twelve. Eagles have a one and a half game lead on your Cowboys. Then you got the Commanders, and then you've got whatever is happening in the Meadowlands. I don't even know what you call that. It's not football. You know, they just won this week. No, they were competitive this week. Uh, Eagles boys, where you at? I like us. Of course you do. Would you say anything else? I like us. Okay. I'd see if the Eagles just blew us out. Or they're just smacking everybody. But I watched that game. It wasn't like it was mistakes that we made, I felt like. We could change to make that a different outcome. We lost. They beat us. Mm-hmm. Um, some bad calls, but you should never leave it in the ref's hand. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. So uh, Philly, Philly has a – Philly has a very interesting – actually, both teams have very interesting schedules. Philly closes <laughs> out with the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Giants. Come on. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's, it's a little tough Ooh, now. Nope. They, so, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, um, that's going to be an interesting stretch to them. However, uh, what's the, the Cowboys, they, in a way, kind of have a really tough schedule to me. They, they got the Lions, they got the Dolphins, mm. they got the Bills, mm. and again, they got the Eagles. And don't sleep on the Seahawks. The Seahawks, if Geno is healthy, yeah. is going to give you a good game. So yeah. they got a tough little road. Give me, give me the Eagles. Yeah, it just lays up a little bit easier for the Eagles. Cowboys will be, they'll be a wild card team. Mm-hmm. So have I mean, we'll be in. I yeah, still sure. do think we'll win the division. But really? we'll be in the playoffs. Okay. This is gonna be just tough. It, the the schedule doesn't lay up. So, well so, so you still think you'll win the division? Yes. Oh, okay. Interessante. Murango. All right, man. NFC North. Pass. The Detroit Lions are leading at eight and two. The Minnesota Josh Dobbs led Vikings are at six and five. Assuming they're probably going to get Jettas back any given week. Then you got Packers and you got Bears who are fighting for a first-round draft pick. Any quick thoughts on the NFC North? I want to just give myself a shout-out real quick because I bought on the Lions preseason. Called They had a top-five offense last season. That defense is playing better. That offense has gotten better. Jameer Gibbs was a steal. I thought it was kind of a weird pick. But man, like the kid once, is, once they finally started using him. And I think they're figuring out like where to roll him in. Now you got David Montgomery back in. So he's like spelling David Montgomery. He's a passing threat. Hey man, I like what the Lions are doing. Any quick thoughts? I mean, your Bears lost this week. We don't get the lovely drinking no. of the wine music. No victory wine. Any no, any week. divisional thoughts for your uh, NFC North? Um watching that game on Sunday, the Lions, the Lions look great. And I, th- I think actually at the beginning of the, of the season, I even mentioned them getting David Montgomery. I, I watched him play for the past few years in, in Chicago. All David Montgomery does is quietly put up close to 1,000-yard seasons. And you get him down there, he knows how to wear down an offense. And add that in with a, with a game-breaker like Jameer Gibbs. You have a consistent quarterback, you know, right now in, in, um, in Jared Goff. 
he started off that game horribly. Yeah. And he finished that game strong. Right? Yeah. Again, give him time. The defense knows how to play. Uh, Dan Campbell, that, those guys actually love playing for that man. Oh, yeah. And he's a maniac. He's changed the whole culture. Yeah, he has. That right? Entire like, team. Like, he was a joke coming in, the biting off of the kneecaps and all yeah. that stuff when he first came we in. Gonna bite him like, in the kneecaps and we're going to fight but, and we're going to scratch. Him. Like, like, he said some wild like, stuff. Nah, like, they doing exactly what he said they were going to do. 100%. They bite kneecaps. Bite kneecaps. <laughs> so, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're going to run away with that. That, that. that division is the weakest. That's the new NFC least right there. AFC least. <coughs> oh, the NFC least? Yeah, it was NFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey man, I feel like last year when I was trying to hype up Jared Goff, y'all kind of was side eyeing me. No, oh, yeah, I, I was definitely gonna side eye. Hey, there's, there's a reason why a team that within, got rid that's of him within reason won a Super Bowl. To side eye hey, Goff, it looked good. Yeah, and then they got rid of him. They won a Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. But also the Lions look good. Yeah, one hundred percent. NFC South is just a battle of midness. Just, just mid on top of mid. The the Saints are leading the division at five and five, which is gross. Falcons are four and six. My Bucks are four and six. Carolina's fighting for another first uh, first overall pick as well. Right there with your Bears, they have the worst record in the league at one and nine. I yeah. think that's the worst division. It hands oh, down. it is by far. I love how everybody close. in that division currently is on a losing streak. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. I still take the Bucks to win the division though. Which is which is so annoying. I really don't want us to, but we very well could do it, right? Because mm-hmm. here's the here's the gross part about it. Which again, I said last week, I'm gonna win win. Either my team wins or we get better draft pick. We play the Colts this week. Then we get the Panthers, the Falcons, Packers. We play the Jags and then Saints Panthers. So none of those teams are great. We don't no. play any like good teams no. to finish off the season. Again. My my the worst case scenario is happening. We're gonna be like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Playoff team, you end up with like the twentieth overall pick. Thankfully, I think Michael Penix will still be there, which means of course they absolutely won't take him. Which means we also absolutely won't trade for Justin Fields. We're not gonna do any of the things I want us to do. We're probably gonna draft like a linebacker. Come and week gonna, sixteen, you guys are gonna overtake the Saints for number one in that division. <sighs> Guaranteed. And I'm gonna take a long walk on a short bridge. Last division. NFC West. The Niners are leading at seven and three. You got the Seahawks at six and four. Rams are four and six. The Arizona Cardinals, who just got their scurrying QB back, are sitting at two and nine. Is anybody really going to challenge the Niners in NFC West? Let's just let's just be honest. They're getting healthy again. They got Debo back. Ayuk's out there. CMC's back. Purdy's still sturdy. Anybody challenging the Niners down there in the in the NFC West? Nope. Nah. I don't think so either. And they added on a <sighs> potential weapon on that defense. Chase, so Young. Chase Young. Yeah, so defense got stronger. Purdy is back to having weapons. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. Okay, before we get out of the NFL chitter-chatter, any final thoughts? Chad did have one final question. Of course he did. Who should be fired first? Brandon <laughs> Staley. Ron Rivera or Brandon Staley? I think I've been calling for his head for the past couple of seasons. It's been a couple of seasons. Yeah. First of all, look, look, just look at the names on that defense. They had. Well, they traded your boy. Who? Oh, no, no, no. That wasn't. No, they didn't trade. They picked up J.C. Jackson. 
Yeah, they, so they still got Khalil Mack. I think is Bosa out now. Didn't he go down? Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, or something got like one that. of them is always hurt. so. I one mean, of the Bosa. So you still got Derwin out there just flying around. Like, there's no reason why this team. You got Keenan Allen. You got Eckler. Asante. Now Mike <laughs> Williams has been hurt. You, Keenan Allen is still what number? Did we just look that up? Yeah, like second, number three, second and third. Come on, man. Like Justin Herbert, good young quarterback. He's solid. He's okay. Good young quarterback. You have enough stuff around you to not be dead last in your division. Yeah, uh, yeah. Get that man up out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 probably going to be gone pretty soon. Washington is a dumpster fire. Like I give Ron Rivera passes because Washington is just weird. They actually look better Sam, this year. Sam Howe was balling at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Sam was balling yeah. out the gate. The Chargers just, but there's nothing on there's nothing on on the Commanders roster that equals what's on the Chargers roster. If you swap those rosters, right? No, I agree. Right? I agree. Like, come on, man! You got Sam Howell and like you like you took a dip. Terry because, McLaurin, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Terry Terry. Come on, man! Yeah. No, nah, get that. Get Brandon up out of here. No, nah, Brandon Terry got to go. Got to go. Okay. Any closing thoughts on the NFL? No. Bears suck. Cowboys, whatever. <laughs> wow. Why are we whatever? Yeah, because you guys will make the playoffs. Do y'all think, I was this question, do y'all think Cowboys fans are overbearing or whatever? Or, yes. Or, really? Yeah. Yes. And, and part of the problem I is. I think that's crazy. Part of the problem is just a lot of y'all. And they're very entitled. And it's like, why? How are we entitled? Oh, every, I mean, not you specifically. Like, Cowboys fans in general, first of all, like, they're very, you never have an ask if somebody's a Cowboys fan. Oh, they're going to tell you. Like, it's, <laughs> you, like, I don't, I've never had to ask anybody. So, oh, you're a Cowboys fan? You never have to ask, which says a lot. And it's like, mm. and it's just a lot of them. We live in the South, and there's a lot of Cowboys fans in the South. It's just like, it's a lot of y'all, and like, it's just, it's, it's very, out there about hold, hold on specifically what do you mean by overbearing i don't know the cowboys get so so much slander and it's always oh, people hate the cowboys it's yeah. always like the cowboys think they're gonna win it every year it's like do yeah. you do you not think your team has no. a chance no no, no. i'm a bucks fan bro <laughs> yeah no <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm a bucks fan no nah all right i'm that's, also that's, i'm very quick to call my teams frauds slight key I'm actually kind of very quick to come. I, I usually can tell if my team is like legit or not. Like Duke basketball, I'm already saying this is not a natty team. Hold on, to they played three games. You do realize that we're watching the the Eagles at seven and two, and you really, you honestly thought say like said they're gonna. But you have an issue with me believing in the team. But you know, but y'all believe it every year. Yeah, but regardless you also, of no, I said like the playoffs. But you said the playoffs. You, you also I didn't know, say a Super Bowl. Hold on, you also you, know they're not gonna jump them for the division. I you think you honestly know you that. have an issue with That's me believing in the team. That's your issue. That's but a weird. You, but, that's a wild issue to but me. But you genuinely believe that you guys are going to win your division? Yes. Hmm. But you have an issue with that. It sounds. It's just. It's I like realistically that doesn't that. make sense. Yeah, I, th- I think that you sure. from a probability no. perspective, it doesn't make sense. Sure. Like statistically, it doesn't make sense. Didn't you also just shout out Dak for MVP earlier? You also <laughs> tried to call out Dak for MVP odds. He's not top ten in the odds. He's oh. having a good season. He's having odds. a really good season. Yeah. But he's still having a really good season. He's not, but he's not going to sniff an MVP. He's not man. having an MVP okay. type season. Yeah, he's not. Okay, but it's good. But that's part of what's part of it is that I believe in the team and I want them to win. The I think expectations. It, I think are it's just beyond. Little... I think it's beyond the word belief. 
Yeah. All right. I think I think that I think that you guys have a ridiculous expectation and and perception of and your own you have team. An issue with that because it's like it's not like I'm out bragging. We also have the Cowboys are bearing better than everybody. You kind of did because the no, Eagles, I didn't. Well, the Eagles have the best record in the league, and you said you guys are going to jump them. So you're kind of saying that you're better than everybody. I just said we're going to win our, our division, which means that you're going to jump the best team in the league uh, right now. If that's how you want to interpolate that. I'm just saying. You just said we're they going have the to best record jump. right now. We don't know what that be- their record would be at the end of the they season. They have a weak schedule. We went over the schedule. We did, but we don't know what their schedule, what their record would don't be. Don't know what he has. He simply <laughs> didn't know what he has. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Yeah, I think it's wild to be mad at somebody for believing in that team. I'm not mad at I'm it. Y'all have, I'm not have mad. an issue with it. Um, I just sometimes it's just like I just think y'all are a little unreasonable sometimes. All right. Like there are Duke <laughs> that's fans. A good, that's a good way to put it. A little, a little bit unreasonable. There are Duke fans who every year think Duke's going to win a national championship. I'm like, not bro, thinking we're going to win a, a Super Bowl this year. Fair. You would say that. I, is there a chance? Possibly. I said playoffs. Even last year, you can ask Oski. In the beginning of the season, Oski was like, what do y'all do? I said, we win one game in the playoffs, and we lose in the second round. It's true. And that happened. But a lot of Cowboys fans ain't coming with that. So, again, you and this is part of being in that fan base, you have to carry the burden of being lumped with a lot of people who say silly Mm -hmm. stuff. I have to carry that for Miami fans. Miami fans say a bunch of ridiculous things. They do. And it makes me sometimes not even want to be a fan of the team. Because I have to get lumped in with these goofballs. Mm-hmm. It's just part of it's part of being in a very, very large fan base, man. The Cowboys have a humongous fan base. So there's, there's some goofballs up in there. There's, I mean, there's goofballs in every fan base. Though. It's a, but the more fans you got, the more goofballs you got. Okay. And y'all are just very loud. Cowboys fans are very loud. Am I loud? <sighs> kind of, yeah. You got some volume to your voice. I get a lot. Of, <laughs> you're the only Cowboys fan on my timeline, and I see a lot of Cowboys on my timeline. That's my team. Yeah, fair enough. You you only talk about Miami. Fair enough. Nah, I, I talk a little bit about everybody. But mainly, you're talking about Miami. I hear you. I'm just I'm just telling you so from the outside perspective. The, yeah, there, 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 there's a. I, I do feel like there's an unrealistic expectation sometimes, and it does feel like you guys uh, winning seems a little more recent than it has been. It's, it's 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 almost like Bears fans still capitalizing off of the '85 Bears. That's what it feels like sometimes. Nah, I ain't. No, 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 it does. No, because they're actually in contention. They actually are a good team. No, no, I know. No, I, I get what you're saying, but you still haven't actually won. Like Herm was legit in third grade when they won. This no. <laughs> That's a true statement. I never. Why is that? I never brought that up at all. I'm. I'm, I'm so what I'm, is the purpose I'm using, of bringing I'm that up? I'm using you as a reference. I'm just using you as a reference because you're only Cowboys fan that's here. I haven't, I haven't verbally attacked you, sir. You have. You brought up. <laughs> I haven't attacked you at all. You sir. brought up a Super Bowl. Nobody said. I, nobody said anything about. <coughs> he didn't say anything about Super Bowl. And now I'm, you bring I'm up just, the Super Bowls I'm in just the using '90s. A reference. That's all I was doing. Just using right. a reference. He feels attacked. He did, clearly feels attacked. <laughs> Cowboys fans get attacked a lot. Apparently, I don't you don't know. think they do. I mean, you're that—that that was the like the spawn of the conversation. Like, you guys feel like you know you maybe you get a little more hatred and vitriol than you should. I absolutely do. Man, it's tough it's being a, America's like team, a, man. I didn't. I didn't say that. That was, and that's the thing. Like, even when Micah got on and said, "Y'all have a different standard from when y'all judging Dak." As compared to other quarterbacks, mm-hmm. they went to national media. They didn't. They didn't refute that point. Their only thing was, well, 
You're the, you're the Cowboys. Yeah, bro, that's part of being a big brand team. Right. Yeah, listen, listen, look, look, look. Tony Romo got tons of slander. Tony Romo was was really good, quarter good quarterback. quarterback. I would have, I would take Tony Romo out of all the quarterbacks I've had in the past twenty years. If Give me Tony, Tony Romo. If Tony Romo played for the Jaguars, he wouldn't have got half the slander he got. No, that's, if he had played but that's for the, part of playing for a large. It's like the Lakers. You play for the Lakers. You are going to get hate. And, and just, all, if Tony Romo, it goes. if Tony Romo played for L.A., Chicago, or New York, he still wouldn't get half the slander. No. And those are the three biggest media markets you have. Yes, he's not going to get that. But because you play for Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, you're man. going to get that slander. That's how it goes. What it is being a cowboy? It's just how it goes, man. All right, <laughs> that's part of being that's part of being a fan of a large brand team. That's just how it goes. Yeah, how it goes, man. Again, I graduated from USF. USF is football. Hot trash every year, and I never get any slander about being a USF graduate. Nope. But Hurricanes have a, a five and seven season, plenty slander. One brand's big, one brand isn't. This is how it goes. This is how it goes, man. All right, listen, you, you choose to put that star on, okay? So I do, and it I comes do. with the territory. I gotta defend it, it comes with the territory because it's not an even playing ground. Fair enough. All right, I think we can get up out of here on that. I mean, the only other thing with any, we haven't got, you care any anything at all about the NBA play in? Any thoughts at all? No. Pump is very get off my lawn ish about it. I am. I, you got no thoughts? The courts hurt my eyes. <laughs> okay. They're, they're a tough watch. The, the courts are a tough watch. Um, I really don't get deep into NBA until like January. See, you're one of the people they're trying to go after. January. Trying to get you. Christmas Day is usually when I. I'm focused on my true love of football right now. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we actually Christmas Day might be yeah. like the first time yeah. Oh, yeah. I watch an entire game. Yep. Sounds about right. Between then, I may catch a quarter here and there, but like a entire game, Christmas Day will be the, the first day. So, no, I don't – I honestly don't even know what's happening in the tournament or how it works. That's fair. Bulls still losing. <laughs> that too. Now, in and out of the tournament. No, that's hard because I'm a Bulls fan also. So are you guys gonna just dump the reset? I hear I'm hearing a lot of trade rumors. You I guys, hope so. Are you guys hitting the reset in Chicago? Just, just hit sure? the ejecto seat, cuz. Ejecto seat, oh, cuz. Ejecto seat, cuz. Hey, forget about it, cuz. Hey, forget about it, cuz. Ejecto seat, cuz. Please. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's terrible. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just hearing murmurs of you guys might send Demar Derozan on home. I take him. I take Demar on home in LA. Sure. I thought it was going to be the other boy, Zach. Zach, yeah. I want Zach. Send send Demar on home. <coughs> All right, I think we can get out here on that. Again, the man hanging out with us on the purple couch this night. We call him twelve. Straight up and down like six o'clock. Mm. The man sent to my right, the maestro, the man on the ones and twos. He goes by Pump. Yes, sir. And I go by Breeze. We will holla at y'all next week. We're just normal men. What do you mean, normal men? We're just innocent men.